everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. It is indeed a pleasure and a privilege to come to you once again to share this message of hope to all of our listeners from around the world. Reminding all of us that we serve an awesome and a mighty God. For he is our foundation. He's our centerpiece. For the Bible tells us in Philippians, the first chapter, it says, most important, live together in a manner worthy of Christ's gospel. He goes on to say, because he's writing to the Philippian church at this time, to encourage them. He says, do this whether I come and see you or I'm absent and hear about you. Do this so that you stand firm, united in one spirit and mind as you struggle together to remain faithful to the gospel. He goes on to say, he says, that way you won't be afraid of anything your enemies do. Your faithfulness and courage are a sign of their coming destruction and your salvation, which is from God. God has generously granted you the privilege, not only of believing in Christ, but also of suffering for Christ's sake. You are having the same struggle that you saw me face, and now you hear that I'm still facing. That was Philippians, the first chapter, verses 27 through 30. And listen, people of God, what I really love about these passages of Scripture, the Apostle Paul is writing a letter to the Philippian church. And Paul speaks about their way of life as citizens. He means as citizens of Rome. And he also means as citizens of the kingdom of God. And Paul's message for us is to demonstrate the power of God working throughout our lives that showing the saving power of Jesus creating in us a unity in spirit and in mind, keeping the body of Christ strong and protected, allowing God's light to shine brightly in the midst of a society whose behaviors try to diminish the character and integrity of believers all over the world. We don't have to be afraid, is what he is saying. We don't have to be afraid of what, the, what our enemies are going to do to us. You know, their lies, their selfishness, their greed, whatever they deploy to get you not living in a, man, in a manner worthy of Christ's gospel. This is their agenda. This is their strategy, is to make us afraid of our enemies. We don't have to be afraid because we have Jesus Christ ruling our lives. So we remain 
confident in Jesus because Jesus is going to guide us through any type of difficulty. And the key is because of our faithfulness and courage under fire, God has promised us that he is going to hold those who are operating in darkness accountable for their actions. So we have to understand the love of God. He doesn't want anyone to be lost. He doesn't want anyone to remain in sin. He doesn't want people to live a life that doesn't line up with his truth. And as believers, as those who really serve God to the fullest capacity, God has promised us protection from our adversaries. Now, I understand, people of God, the struggle is real. The obstacles can become overwhelming. The fact of the matter is, Paul, in his writings, Paul, in his challenges in life, Paul never gave up. He continued his mission. And I want to encourage everyone that's listening to me under the sound of my voice. I want you, by faith, to continue on the mission that God has placed in your life. And many of you right now that's listening to me under the sound of my voice, you guys are struggling to find your mission in life. Well, I want to encourage you to follow Jesus and to to get in in quiet prayer time with him and talk to him about your mission, your assignment, your purpose for being on this planet. It is not just make a bunch of money or have extravagance, have status. Your purpose has to do with Jesus' purpose for your life. When you understand Jesus' purpose for your life, you'll become, you become free in Him to really make a difference in this world. So God knows that the struggle is real. But we cannot give up just like Paul didn't give up. He's the one who continued on his mission because he showed God's people that there is a better way to live. And he shows us right now as we speak that God wants us to live in a better way. And this act of love for God's people was performed while the Apostle Paul was in prison. Believe it or not, he's writing a letter to the Philippian church while he is in prison. They accuse Paul of being a public nuisance. Believe it or not. All he was doing was sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For the Bible tells us for two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. Boldly and without hindrance, he preached the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ. This is found in the book of Acts. Chapter 28, verses 30 through 31. Someone who was daring enough to share the gospel, he becomes now in prison. They call it house arrest. House arrest. And some people call it home confinement. 
or home detention. And this type of house arrest is a measure by which a person is confined by the authorities to their residence. And usually travel is restricted and if allowed at all. So house arrest is an alternative to being in a prison while awaiting trial or after sentencing. How could someone continue to shine when restrictions are placed in a person's life to prevent change? This is what Paul dealt with. How could he continue to write and to encourage and to uplift people while he's on house arrest? And this type of prevention or restriction was trying to prevent the gospel of Jesus Christ going forward. But this is the key that I want us to get from this episode. What would be your response if people try to limit your effectiveness? We know in our current world that we live in, we have a race relation problem. Our faith is always under attack. There's a great divide in our society. And in the midst of all of this, we know the truth. We know God's truth. And we know the truth that Satan is attacking us, trying to diminish God's light from shining. And his light, God's light, exposes sin. And when God's light exposes sin, it drives out the darkness. And it paves a path called marvelous, <laughs> which is called amazing light. God's light is to light up the world so we can be free from darkness. And so the Lord has impressed upon me the need to share with you that as believers, we have to be we have to be ready to face this so-called giant, which is sin. And we have to respond to sin, not in our own strength, in our own ability, in our own intelligence, not based on having a retaliatory mindset getting revenge on your per on that person that's trying to hurt you that's trying to take your name down take away your credibility to diminish your character or your integrity wanting to strike back at your adversaries because they try to embarrass you or to make you look like a fool is not the answer or for those who are in a position of power who use their platform to keep you from achieving success or greatness we have to never give up god's standards for no one we can refuse to be part of the darkness there's an old saying that says if you can't beat them, join them. Well, I'm here to let you know that it's a lie from the pits of hell. If they can't beat you, they'll join you. If you're about light, 
you will draw people out of the darkness. So never leave God's standards for nobody or no one. Amen. And so today or tonight's episode is entitled, Darkness Cannot Drive Out Darkness. I'm going to say that one more time. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled, Darkness Cannot Drive Out Darkness. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into today or tonight's episode entitled Darkness Cannot Drive Out Darkness. Now, listen, people of God, there was a sermon back in 1957 entitled Loving Your Enemies. And this sermon happened on Christmas Day in the year of 1957. That's a long time ago. And the person who gave this message was one by the name Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King. And in this sermon, there was a need to prepare the hearts of God's people to operate differently in order for change to take place. He says in his sermon, he says, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And what we have to recognize and realize, people of God, that darkness is the absence of light. More darkness cannot make it less dark, <laughs> which is something only bringing light can accomplish. So hatred will continue if left unopposed. People who will continue to operate in selfishness and greed will only become their own worst enemy. Liars will continue to lie. Boastful people will let their ego stand out. It goes on and on. Crooks will continue to be crooks. We have so many things that that are in our society that is full of darkness. But if we become dark, we cannot oppose it in the right manner. The question is, how can we best oppose the darkness? Well, the Lord has given us tools to drive out the darkness. And it's a very simple tool. So you ask me the question, how can we drive out the darkness, Pastor Phil? It's very simple. It's very simple. You have to let God's light shine. 
I'm going to say that one more time. We have to let God's light shine. Now, it's it's very amazing to me that the Lord showed me this because when I was growing up as a young man in church, we used to sing this song. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. All in my home, I'm going to let it shine. On my job, I'm going to let it shine. At the bus stop, <laughs> they didn't have it in the song, but as you can see where I'm going, it's we sung this song to really encourage each other that if we allow God's light to shine in this dark world, it could change the narrative of this world. It could bring freedom to those who are in darkness. It could heal the hearts of somebody who, whose heart's been broken. It could actually bring joy to people who are, who are negative, who have given up on life. And through songs, through hymns, through spiritual songs, through prayer, through, through studying God's word, God has given us light to live in and we can remain free from the darkness. So we have to allow God's light to shine. Yes, it's very corny and it's very simple, but this simplicity is effective. Now, listen, turn with me to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter and the 16th verse. If you have your phone or if you have your Bible, turn with me to St. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. And it says, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. The light of Jesus is the ultimate light for the world to see. We need to realize that darkness is the absence of light. And what we need to understand is the only way to drive out the darkness is to demonstrate love, to demonstrate kindness, patience, wisdom from on high, discernment to be able to see past the outer shell, forgiveness, words of encouragement, prayers for those who have hatred towards you. Jesus says that we have to al allow his light to shine in the midst of the darkness. How can we change someone unless we show light? How can we help those who are in bondage to be free? By showing them the better way. He also says in the same chapter, St. Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48, it tells us, this is Jesus speaking to the multitude, and he speaks to us this day. He says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbors and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children 
of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Aren't even the tax collectors doing that? And you have to understand when he says tax collectors, tax collectors were considered very evil people back in their day. So verse 47 says, and if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? So the last verse says here, it says, be perfect, be mature. Therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. It's very powerful. It's very simple. It, it is as plain on the nose on your face. We have to allow God's light to shine in the darkness. How can we change racism unless we show love, unless we educate? unless we inform people of the history and the damages that were done through, through racism, through hatred? How can we establish new laws if we're not willing to go the extra mile in order to set up a strategic plan to change the course of our history? So listen, people of God, your good works will oppose the darkness. I want to say that one more time. Your good works will oppose the darkness. But your bad works, your cussing to defend your name, to call, to call somebody out of their name, to show venom towards the person who's showing venom towards you, to strike back because they, they struck you. If we continue to operate in bad works, all it's going to do is, is exacerbate the situation and keep people in sin. That's all it's going to do. And we can't turn our heads and ignore just because you don't know them and you have the attitude, well, that's them and this is me and you want God to still accept you. We cannot be part of the darkness because we're not becoming the, the solution to the darkness. Everything that's bad, there is a solution to fix. If you broke your leg, there is a solution to fix it. You put it in the cast, you wait for it to heal, and now after six to eight weeks, you're back on your feet. If you have a cold, there's solutions to, to what's going on. You rest, you take your liquids, you allow what's in you to bring healing to your body, and then you're back up on your feet. So there is solutions to the darkness, but if we are not operating in light, there's no way we will see change. We won't see or experience change. And for the next generation to come, they won't be able to witness what change looks like. So listen, don't allow the enemy to take control of your life. Don't allow sin to rule your life. 
allow God's light to shine brightly in the midst of the darkness. Allow God's light to lead and guide you to choose your words wisely, to speak in authority as a person who is full of wisdom. This is what brings change to our society, not for those who tries to create conflict. And the sad part about our world is, is that we televise all of this darkness. We televise it. We allow our children to watch it and they call it reality TV. Well, how can we show the other side? If you're going to show the dark side, maybe show the good side so we can see and know the difference between the two. And so in closing, let's plan on demonstrating the love of Jesus. Plain and simple. Let's demonstrate the love of Jesus everywhere we go, in the schools, on our jobs, in our homes, in every, in every arena that the Lord places you in. And just like, the doc just like Dr. Martin Luther King knew the war on racism could not be done with rifles and guns, he knew love could, could only change the course of history. Although we have so much work that needs to be done concerning racism and injustices, we as Christians know who we are. And as the Bible declares in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it tells us we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people who are God's own possession. You have become this type of person so that you may speak of the wonderful acts of the one who called you out of darkness into his amazing light. The world will see this demonstrated through your life's work. The world will see and experience and gravitate to your life's work. When you allow the light of Jesus to shine brightly in your life's work, this will bring glory to God and this will change the course of our world. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all of your many blessings. We thank you for your love. We thank you for creating in us a mind that can receive your teachings, oh God. So for those who have heard this episode entitled, Darkness Cannot Drive Out Darkness, allow your spirit to go in and dwell and, and to change the hearts of men and women, boys and girls all over this world, so they can operate effectively because Lord you have changed us so we can change the world so Father God please cleanse us of all sin sins that we were aware of and sins that we were not aware of cleanse us wash us make us whole make us better help us to practice 
godly principles at all times, in all arenas, everywhere we go, oh God. Let it become part of our everyday walk with you. And for all of this that you're going to do for us, we'll be careful to give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor because we can't fix ourselves. Only you can clean us up and to change us and renew our minds so we can be that light that you have created us to be. Bless all those individuals who right now are stuck in darkness, who are bound in chains, who are lonely, who are fearful, who are insecure. Whatever their condition is, oh God, help them right now in the name of Jesus and help us to recognize and see their pain, their loneliness, their hardness of heart. Help us to recognize and realize that we have the remedy. We have the solution. We have you to make things bright for the people who are in darkness. Thank you for all that you have done. We ask all these blessings in Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, that is it for today or tonight. Uh, I'm glad that you tuned in for this episode entitled, Darkness Cannot Drive Out Darkness. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I hope and pray that you really did enjoy this particular episode, and I hope that it ministered to your heart to make you think critically about your future, your present situation, and that you will embrace God's will for your life. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflife, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Please continue to share these episodes with your friends and your family. We are literally going around the world because of your generosity to this ministry. So thanks again for what you have done uh, to propel God's mission here on planet Earth. Listen, people of God, uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. And if there's anything we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And listen, we love you with the love of Christ. If you feel led to support us financially, you can go to any of our podcast platforms. Give whatever the Lord has placed on your heart. We're trying to make a difference in this world. You're helping us immensely because of your generosity to this ministry. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Pray for us as we pray for you. And let's continue to do this. In Jesus' name, God bless.